Joel and I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land upon which we stand, the Wurundjeri people and the Kurnagunai people respectively. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Hello my snowballs and, and brandy snifters. My name's Matt Annette and this is the Cinemanx podcast that I do all by myself and it's just me this week. Um, and I'm going to end the podcast right here. Thank you for listening. Um, you can find Joel Anderson also on the podcast. Hi, Joel. Ooh. Oh, shit, you're a ghost. Oh, <laughs> Which is the not ghost. what this week's movie is about. <laughs> not only it's am I a ghost. It's the universal monster. You know, you know what it means if someone's a ghost? It means that they've died. So oh. one of your close friends has died. Don't, I'm sorry to tell you oh, that. But shit. But he's he's haunting you. Oh, really and he's going to... On, on a fucking <laughs> rough note today with the death of an old he's, friend. He's going to... He is me. I'm going to haunt you. I'm going to put sugar in your coffee because I know you don't like that. That's true. I don't and like I'm, that. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to fucking kill you yeah that, well <laughs> I don't know. Sh- sh- enough sugar in my coffee would probably kill me my, my coffee habits yeah. have actually been well drifting. that's how i'm gonna do it they've been drifting further and further away from the my coffee habits from when i was 14 year old i i've now started drinking my coffee cold and black <laughs> instead of like no milk <laughs> wait no, why no cold <laughs> i don't know i just i actually well i started working at a restaurant where they make really good cold brew coffee uh, and yeah, i keep yeah. asking for it long black for some reason and I, one day i was like wait this tastes great why don't i drink this all the time so now i do that yeah. and you know when you're working in cold the kitchen, coffee is really good it is it's fucking great especially like when you're working in a hot kitchen it's fantastic to have just like a real real icy drink right there i think that that's most people's first like yummy coffee is like a colder cold coffee full of sugar though that's true so yeah yeah that's i don't true. think i've ever had a, a cold coffee without Without the sug in there. Oh man, just give that, I should give that a go. Go out into the world and yell, just yell for a nice long black and see what happens. Yeah, um, I also realized that um, full cream milk in coffee just makes it so much more fucking rich and goddamn yeah. delicious. No kidding, I I have so this, good. I have this strange thing. Uh, well, not strange. I guess it's just science. But like, stranger I tried things. to make stranger things. <laughs> Remember, cold coffee is back in stranger things. Um, that's a reference that no one will get. Um, yeah, no one knows what stranger things. No is. one knows what the comedy <laughs> button is. Um, but I I used to drink. Uh, I was drinking soy milk for a little while, and I was like only drinking it with my coffee in the morning. And I would yeah. I would like. I would make my hot coffee and then I would pour a bit of soy milk in and then it would just become like devil cum. It was just real it's gross. Just, it's so <laughs> it's horrible. It's just disgusting. It's really there, bad. There's there's milks that mix, the fake milks, I guess, yeah. that, that mix better than, than soy milk. Almond milk is particularly terrible for just becoming like <laughs> a, a shot of cum <laughs> in the center of, although almond milk is pretty good. It's got a nice uh, sweetness to it, which I quite enjoy. Anyway, let's stop talking about coffee nah, and milk. Look, people came here to hear about coffee, okay? <laughs> um, they've gone to the they've they've gone through our feed. They've found the most spooky movie the in the full feed. <laughs> yeah, speaking of this movie being spooky, it's not. Um, so this week's movie is Let the Right One, really? uh, which is a uh, Swedish. Ho- well, it, I think the Wikipedia described it as it's like Swedish. a romantic sweet uh, romantic horror movie, but I think it's just it's kind an, of a, it's more of a existentialist drama coming of age. Yeah, film. yeah, 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 totally. With some like a couple of slight jump Scary scares. Bits. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's like a Swedish Vinegar. vampire movie about 
children. <laughs> um, yeah. And, yeah, honestly, like... One of which is 200 years old. Yeah, or 300 or 400 or 500. We don't actually know. No, um, the, the tagline is 200 years old. The tagline oh, is literally, like, so, like, sort of funny. Like, you would expect it to be a really bad movie if you heard yeah. the tagline. Yeah. Allie is 12 years old. She's been 12 for over 200 years. Oh, wow. And she just moved in next door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, it does sound like the setup for, like, a, a kooky comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there was a there was actually a TV show series spinoff. Which what? Really? I would I would imagine is, like, what what that shitty thing would be. Are you doing a be. bit right I now? haven't seen it. Si- no, no, for real. Holy shit. For real. Let the right one in TV series. What it was in 2007, and it had one episode, I think. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I believe. No, that is what I call success. Isn't it? Yeah. Wait, was that that was before the so movie? So it was a pilot. The movie was no. This is after. No, the movie was yeah, 2008. This is, yes. So this was after the show was after. Oh. Oh. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah! Holy shit! Yeah. That is what I'm looking at. That means that's the sound of someone looking at IMDb. Yeah, <laughs> everyone. That's <laughs> everyone watching. <laughs> Wait a minute. Am I am I looking? I pulled up the IMDb beforehand. I think I'm looking at the IMDb for the TV show. Fuck yeah! <laughs> awesome. Great. That's good. Well, I I know a bunch of Swedish names of the uh, TV show cast. If you're ever wondering them. Yeah. Um. So it's um. It's a Swedish film. It is. Have you ever seen a Swedish film? I have seen. I think this is I've the first seen a Swedish few film Swedish I've seen. Swedish films, I think. I've um, I've I've actually got a, a Swedish friend, so that's relevant because they're both Swedish. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, great. <laughs> no, I think I I my parents used to watch a, um, it was a TV show called like The Bridge or something. It, it was like a crime. <laughs> the Westgate. Sure. No, it's just called The Bridge or or Bridge. Um, I'm pretty sure that's Swedish. I'm not sure. It's Scandinavian in some form. And then... I'm, yeah. Oh, no. Th- there's another one called the... Uh, to, what are they called? Tomorrowlanders or Time Timey Boys or some shit. I don't know. There's, <laughs> there's a series that I think is either like Swedish or... <laughs> Timey Boys. <laughs> or the, uh, Danish or some shit. I don't know. There are all those crazy white languages up there. Yeah. I think this was the first Swedish film I saw. Mm. Um, I instantly fell in love. Yeah. I fucking love this film. I, I wonder, that's what I was sort of wondering because I, I ended up writing in my notes. I wrote, um, super well shot, weirdly violent and sexual in a strange Scandinavian way. I don't quite yeah. know what a strange Scandinavian way really means, but I don't know. I would be interested to like but watch. But this film is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would be interested to watch more like Swedish movies and like see if is this just like a sort of swedish filmmaking style or is this movie particularly fucking weird or what's going on i think that this film is pretty particularly weird i think that actual vampire mythology is weird in general Mm. and this film sort of follows in that in that lineage Mm -hmm. um in fact it like sort of like poke fun pokes fun of it in in a way in like a really cool way i think the um the whole thing of her, uh, of her going in without getting let in 
yeah. and then starting to bleed from the face yeah. is so cool to me. Isn't it? Because you never see, like, in va- vampire films, the what actual actually happens. rules. Yeah, the rules being defied yeah. or, like, what it, what it means, why these rules are uh, the rules that they are. Yeah, totally. It's so sick. Or it's just something, like, boring and straightforward as the film pokes fun at as, as if, like, there's an invincible wall and they just, like, physically can't walk into the room without being yeah. invited. Whereas this one is exactly. like, no, 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 like... This is your your worst dreams come true. <laughs> yes, you will die. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah. So, so you you brought me this movie this week. I've never ever heard of it. I've never seen it on any list. Apparently, it's quite highly regarded. It, it had a um it had a four point average on uh, Letterbox, I think, which I was quite surprised at because that's yes. It's uh, I would say that this is in the league of the you know that movie Raw. And that movie, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. a girl walks alone at home alone oh, dude, at night. I'm gonna talk about that movie. <laughs> yeah, well, we should do a podcast on that movie eventually. Absolutely, so. yeah. That movie's fucking sick. <laughs> it's fucking sick. Um, is Raw um, also a vampire movie? I thought that was just about cannibalism. It's just about cannibalism. Yeah, just about those French people sucking each other's arms and such. But yeah, when, when did you first see this movie? Because if it's any age under sixteen, then what the fuck, man. Uh, probably 17, something like that. All right, I'll allow it. Yeah. Why, like how did you find it's this movie Stan. when you were 17? You're just scrolling through Stan at 17. You're like, I well, believe I'm finished I believe jerking I found off for the seventh time today. It's time to watch a yeah. vampire movie. It's time to jerk. <laughs> well, no, can't jerk off to this. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, I, I believe I found it on Stan. Stan has like the best fucking selection Stan of horror films. Stan is the strangest so streaming good. service, though. It's, just, it's so good. It's got, like, like whenever I'm, like, you, you suggest some obscure movie to me, I'm like, ah, it won't be on Netflix. Look at Netflix. It's not there. And then I'm like, maybe. And I look on Stan, and of course it's fucking on Stan. But then yeah. you scroll, if you scroll through Stan's, like, popular movies, it's, like, the wildest, stupidest shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why Stan does this, and it makes it, like, super... It's, it's, it's fun for me because, like, uh, there was... Uh, particularly a period when I was like just first got Stan and I think that's when I watched this movie and I was just like going through it trying to find shit on there because mm. I just hide things in, in strange corners. <laughs> yeah. Like like it, Stan has a lot of like classic films on there. Yeah, yeah. But like they barely show that on the front page ever. Yeah. And then you like sort of like click on a Western sometime and you're like holy shit there's and, and there's like the, the you might also like section and it's like holy shit there's all these fucking – Amazing westerns on this yeah. that I just didn't even realize were on there. And I think they do. Yeah. They they have some pretty good exclusives, as far as I know. Um, like Godfather the of Wu-Tang, Harlem. Uh, yeah, show. yeah, the, yeah, the God, Wu-Tang one. Godfather of Harlem. Yeah, um, Godfather of Harlem is really good. That's a show that I was like, I'm actually going to watch this because yeah. I don't really watch TV very often, but yeah. fucking obviously going to watch that shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, what's that dude's name? Um, Which one? That's the Godfather Forest in Whitaker? it. Forrest Whitaker, yes. Yeah, he's. Um, I w- I'll watch Bobby! anything he's in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know that. He's ghost dog. That guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It also has uh, my one of my favorite TV shows ever, The West Wing. Shout out The West Wing because you know fucking propaganda. Shut the fuck up, man! You haven't, you, <laughs> you haven't seen. You haven't, let, let me just. I'm out you right now. I was. Man. I was scrolling seen. through it. I was scrolling through it. Through no. Stan, and I saw The West Wing, and in my head, I was like. Fucking propaganda. <laughs> you have not seen. You, 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 the, the only Aaron Sorkin property you have seen is the social network, which is not even, yes. it's not even really political. 
And you have somewhere watched a video essay that's like, Aaron Sorkin is leftist propaganda. And you're like, yep, yep, that's how it is now. Yeah. But you should actually watch more Aaron Sorkin things because they're really good. Yeah. Like Trials Chicago 7. Watch you it, fucking, you fucking dick. All you fucking film nerds love that yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> you, you fucking film nerds. Gotta hate those guys. They've also, yeah. they also, for some reason, Stan made, um, oh, another, another great show on Stan is The Great, um, about Catherine the Great, the Russian ruler. Why are we just talking around Stan? It's, I don't know. Stan's cool. <laughs> um, and they also, Stan for is some cool. fucking reason. It's my reason, favorite streaming service. They also other made. Other than obviously Criterion. The, <laughs> Criterion's not a streaming service. It basically is. No, it's not. It's a streaming they have service a, they, if you had to pay for every individual movie that you watched. No, no. They have a thing called tr- Criterion ch- Channel. Oh, really? Oh, sick. Yeah. Do you have to pay you can thousands only get it, of dollars for it? No. It, it's, I'm pretty sure it's pretty reasonable, uh, but you have to have a VPN to get it in Australia. Interesting. You have to pretend to be an American. you got to yeah. go online and dress as an American. What, what if you're a And then they'll let you do it. Um, well, then you... If you can get your laptop to America, then you'll be all good. Yeah, cool. But I, as I, long as you're still still here, yeah. you can't do it. I've got I've got a laptop sitting over in America in the middle of New New York City, so I'll just access that. No, they, Stan also for some fucking reason Stan made a uh, you know the Aldous Huxley, Aldous Huxley book Brave New World. Uh yes. Yes, they Vaguely, they yes. made a TV show of Brave New World. Aldous, which is no Hux. <laughs> not it's it's okay. It's not great. I I read the book yeah. and then I immediately you really started like, watching. Uh, I I like uh, the book. I didn't you really f- like that dude. Yeah, don't well, you? Uh, yeah. I, I haven't read any of the <laughs> other stuff, but um, I liked Brave New World. It was good, and I like respect the history. But I don't know. The TV yeah. show was like, eh, whatever. Um, he also wrote a book called. It's just called Psychedelics. I don't know what it's about. I, oh, I imagine, yes, yes, yes. That's, that's I imagine it's famous, about yes. the experience of psychedelics, but I don't know, I should probably check it out. Anyway. Do uh, you, have you seen um, Deliverance? No, but I've heard of it. Why have I heard of it? So Deliverance, the squeal like a pig line. Oh, um, interesting. Which is really eerie and, and strange, and I love it. Dude, that was a segue um, and a half. That comes well from... that. That comes from Deliverance, which I think is a great homage. Okay, what, what Deliverance really cool. is a movie, TV show, book, the the Bible chapter. What is it? It's a movie. Okay. Um, about people um that are Bad. damned. Okay. Hell. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> um. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. The movie. It's about canoeing. Um, I'm not even kidding. It's about canoeing. <laughs> oh. Okay. Canoeing your way to hell. Love that. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. What what did you how did you feel about this movie when you were seventeen? Because I feel like this is like for me. So right I watched now, it twice when I was a younger kid. Yeah. One by myself, and it, you know, that was the first time I watched it, and I was just completely. Uh, I never. I didn't even. All I knew was the the cover. I basically picked it based on the cover on Stan. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something I like to do if I can do it is pick a movie based on the cover because I think it's really fun to do that. Yeah, uh, that's what my mum always it's told like, me it's like the old is always judge a movie vi- by its cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the old the old uh, video store thing of just oh, being like, yeah, oh, that looks totally. cool and just grabbing it. Yeah, definitely. So that sort of thing. And um, it did not disappoint. It was, it made me feel real weird, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and, you know, I like feeling weird sometimes. I do like movies that make me feel, 
uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I've realized. I, I think I sometimes think I like them when I'm in like a like a secure mental space because you know yes. sometimes we're like like I remember when we watched Come and See, both of us had the same experience of like <laughs> like that film was weird on top of being well, traumatizing and intense. But like yeah, we both watched that. that it doesn't like, matter. Ah, this, this is my. I'm done. This is I can't do yeah. this anymore. I don't think it would have mattered if we were like yeah, true. over the fucking. I, I don't even if we snorted Ket and watched that movie, <laughs> yeah. we would still we would still end up yeah. playing <laughs> at Lido Cinemas right now. Come and see. Go and see yeah. it. Don't go and see oh it. Oh my god! I saw a post from them which was like, "Come and see," and it was like a picture of of the crowd um, watching the movie. Yeah, and there was just like one older dude in <laughs> in, the, in like one of the front rows sitting by himself. I'm like, oh god! Oh god! What a fucking weird Good atmosphere! Luck. Yeah, oh, it's a movie to be in. Ugh. I would. I, I would. Yeah, we talked about this like. Um, obviously we're continually not to talk about the movie, but we'll get onto it <laughs> it's later. It's fine. This is our podcast, um, man. We talked about how if you are to watch Come and See in the cinema, do they play it at full volume? Yeah. Or do they, like, save their fucking customers yeah. and, and turn it down a little bit? Because it would be legitimately playing on full volume on, on movie speakers, especially be if you're, like, at the back or something. Painful. would be, like, legitimately painful yeah. and damaging. Yeah, it would be. Like, yeah, like, the bomb scene, that would be insane. Yeah. But but I... Yeah. And to, then the fucking 15 minutes after that, yeah. where the ringing is still going. Yeah. To that, I, I responded, well, they played Akira at full volume, but we were in Akira... Sitting right we in the were back row, just right in front underneath of underneath a speaker, we were, yeah. <laughs> which was that was whew, that was an experience. That was pretty intense. <laughs> that was I a lot. That. Um, and um, as well as uh, sound of metal has a lot yeah. of ringing in it. Yeah, but, but that that movie, to be honest, that you you want to have that yeah. uncomfortability for sure. Yeah. With both of those movies, you want the uncomfortability. That's sort of the point. And the soundscape in so, sound of metal is less about like just bombarding you with yeah. noise and more about like putting you in the shoes of the character, which is, well, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I guess think it does that yeah. so well. I guess come and see is also about that with the ring in the ears, but like, it's just, a, a yeah, more but it's a different, it's a different, yeah. Yeah. Well, nothing. Yeah. That, which makes sense. What would, you, <laughs> would you rather go deaf or be bombed? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> would you rather be in world war two in Poland or be a handsome guy that goes deaf? <laughs> hey man, it's a big decision. What I have to make what every a morning. Dude. What a handsome guy. Yeah. Um, um, Ahmed. I, I, I want to bring something up, Matt. No, nah, don't bring it up, please. Army Hammer. Yeah, he's got the funniest name in all of Hollywood. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know that he's a fucked up dude? Oh yeah, there was some something about him being a he's, being sort of a fucked up dude. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's like a he's like a legitimate like. He's a bad guy. Aww. Anyway, we we did not bring that up on the episode. I don't know if it came out after uh, uh, after that the, that he is. What, are you talking uh, about? Call me by well, your name. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's a he's a he's a sa. Um, he's a what? Uh, a sexual assault. Oh oh oh. And, and an he's SA. not an sa like with an introduction yeah. and two arguments. And I, and I think I think if you go if you go and listen to our podcast about that, <laughs> we're just like damn. 
that dude's really hot. Yeah. And then we just well, we don't say shit about that. Look, <laughs> so no, if you've if you've for some reason picked that episode to listen to and then this episode to listen to, there's there's your context for that one. We didn't know. Are we, are we no. just going back through and doing Cinemang's greatest hits and judging all of our oh. episodes or what's Yeah, of course. What? Okay, all right, cool. That's all we've got left. Well, did you know? Did you know? Do you realize we've done like thirty something episodes? Yeah, when when we get to fifty, we got to do something special. Nah, like, yeah, we got, uh, nah. nah. <laughs> okay, let's let's celebrate by uh, not. I was actually thinking about this. Like, how do we how do we celebrate on like a film podcast? We do like we're doing another movie this week. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing fifty first dates. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. That actually might be a good idea. <laughs> no, that'd be horrible. Um, <laughs> Great on movie. episode fi- 500 we have to do 500 days of summer which is a movie that I don't really like okay so anyway, how did you watch the film um, <laughs> so I watched this with um, Lauren the other night and we were both kind of like tired and we were I, I, I was like oh Joel said this was a scary movie I'm kind of like I don't know if I'm in the mood for a scary movie right now and it was like dark and raining outside and we were like alright we'll, we'll put it on we'll see what I happens I want to give uh before we continue, I want to also say that um, I sent Matt this like weird video game theme song thing the other day, yeah. and he was like, "What the fuck is this?" He replied, "What the fuck is this?" And I had forgotten that I had sent that weird video game oh, thing, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, weird movie, right?" <laughs> and I thought that you were like responding to uh, about this movie, and I was like, "Oh, I was almost like, oh shit, he thinks it's too like too far, or like he thinks it's like." too much to watch yeah. or something like that. Anyway, with that context, no, continue your story. Yeah, I, I we we did put it on. We like I like read the um the blurb thing and we were like, oh sounds kind of creepy, like child possession and shit. But um Yeah. But like vampire movies can only be like a certain level of scary. Like the most intense scary I feel like they can get is just like jump scares and like a bit of gore, which this one mm. did and like small I don't notes. know, Matt. No, no, but like I was I was thinking like I don't want a horror movie. I'm not in the mood for a horror movie like the Babadook or like animals being I think, fucked up. I think early vampire movies were exactly like what the Babadook does of, of like the fear. Early vampire movies were great for the fear because you get to see this like person that's in weird prosthetics weirdly shape themselves and like sort of waltz around a room or scale a castle and you like just feel unnerved by it like the shot where the shot where um you see outside of the hospital and the nurse comes yes and then she and then you see her yeah she runs and you like you didn't notice that she was she was she was on the wall until she started moving that's also i'm pretty sure a reference to like an old nosferatu film okay um where he scales up the side of a castle Cool. Um, and that's like classically known as being one of those just like, oh, like this feels fucking unnatural to watch yeah. sort of sort of scenes. I think it, it might be it might be a Dracula reference because I know in the Dracula story there's a lot of Dracula. crawling up and down castle walls. Yes, that's what it's that's what it is. Mm. Um also there's a Nosferatu film directed by the guy who made Lighthouse that's gonna come out. Oh wow. So, cool. Have you seen the OG Nosferatu film? No, it's really funny. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really goofy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah. is. It's like, like the costume, or the Nosferatu costume, is like really cool, especially for the time and like the, the yeah. film industry at the time. But like, it's iconic. It's just because it's partly because it's like a silent film. It, it's it's like it's very hard to do 
like a horror silent film, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, which doesn't especially sounds, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, actually, I think like if you made a horror silent film now in today's age, it just happened to be a silent film, then I think it would be really cool. In fact, like I'm going to save that for when I'm in the film industry. But well, isn't that the, a movie called uh, um, directed by John Krasinski about? fucking oh, a quiet walking place. around and being quiet. Yeah, that's, yeah, but that's, that's not basically a, what that's that not is. That's not a vampire movie and it's not silent. <laughs> <laughs> it has lots of noises. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great movie. Also, there's part two is coming out very soon. That's a pretty cool soon. movie. Um, yeah, I want to see that. Uh, sorry, we got distracted again. Um, yeah, Nosferatu <laughs> is just a, it's a funny movie. Um, anyway, yes. This Can we just talk about the fucking cinematography no, in this movie. Keep keep telling, keep saying about oh, how you watched it. Oh, well, yeah. yeah well, I mean, we, we watched it and it, we were pleasantly surprised by how not intense and scary it was. And it was... Yeah. There was some some bits where, like, I just, like, laughed at how fucking good the shot was. Like, particularly yes. my favourite shot is the when the, the, there's the guy who gets murdered who gets murdered by the vampire and then he gets pushed into um, the water and then they find him yeah. later frozen in the ice and we just have this underwater shot of his sort of bloated body floating and then the chainsaw just bursts through the ice and you see them cutting it out and then that whole following scene of like them fight or the sorry the preceding scene of them of the, stick. The, the school trip yeah there's there's the stick yeah. and then there's just that scene where where we have a shot of a teacher and then the uh, kid who gets hit by the stick, the bully kid screams and he's like, oh, fuck, what? And then the kids who found the body scream, he's like, oh, shit. It's just like, it's a really good scene, man. It's so good. Ah. It's so well thought out. Like, um, obviously the point of this movie is to try and make a vampire sort of realistic. Mm. And it and it goes away from the whole Twilight thing of like, Twilight, the fucking... Uh, vampires edward or whatever is a pedophile essentially because 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 he's like hanging out in high school and he's yeah. like a thousand yeah, years yeah. old yeah, totally. <laughs> but this movie is like about what that would be realistically where this person is stuck as a 12 year old for however many years that is it's probably like you know 20 years each 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 one year for us is like 20 years yeah, for them yeah, yeah. however many it is yeah. and it's like what that actually means and then they ha- they go into the sexuality of of some an individual that is that old and is like yes. that. Yes. Yes. And sexuality. it's fucking crazy. Sexuality and vampires. So vampire. Do you do you? I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. Do you know like the the history behind like Bram Stoker's Dracula and like the literary history of the vampire? I know it. Somewhat well. I know about the real vampires or the real fake vampires. The, which wait, were tell me about used. them first. <laughs> okay, so vampire history comes from yes. Eastern Europe, right? Yeah. Um, Transylvania. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know too much about that that sort of thing. Yeah, I know the surface level, which everyone knows. It's just like it's basically just like their version of a myth. Yeah. Whereas ours is like. A fucking bunyip. Did you ever watch <laughs> whatever. John Dracula as a kid on ABC3? Um, it's a yes. short documentary series. Great show. <laughs> Great show. <laughs> um, but in America, the myth of the vampire morphed to be a scapegoat for tuberculosis. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yes. right, right. right. So, cool. Or the consumption is what they would call it right. back then. Um, God, that's so poetic. The and consumption. they... Yeah, 
And this actually went on in America for far longer than the Salem witch trials, but you never hear about it. Mm. People would uh, 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 dig up dead bodies after they had been buried, um, believing them to be vampires that had escaped their tombs at night and spread the the consumption around the town. Mm -hmm. Um, And what they would do is they would either stab their heart with the stake or sometimes they would take the heart out and they would eat it. Hell yeah. <laughs> and these individuals, which this film reflects, um, were often younger women because it all comes from, like most things, uh, the fucking weird older dudes wanting to mm. be weird with younger women. So, uh, okay. yeah, it's a lot of dumb. the reasoning they, they think behind, like why these men would keep burying up, uh, digging up... Uh, uh, the younger women that would die in different families in the town. And also it was a sort of thing where you would also burn the body and you would all standing around the tuberculosis uh, ridden body and breathe in the ashes. Oh, hell yeah. That, <laughs> so that's great. essentially it was like, it was just like them continuing to get fucking tuberculosis yeah. and being fucking insane. And this was up in, uh, uh, New England, Dude, uh, that sort of area. New England was on some where, shit where back your in family, the day. Is, yeah, yeah, because it was so isolated that scientists at the time. This is during. This is in the 1800s. So this yeah. is at a time where people knew vaguely what the fuck was going during on in the Enlightenment. But these, yeah. So so many people were so isolated that these myths and these the the vampire mm-hmm. was allowed to like just run wild. Yeah, right. Um, a good a good. A fun fact about that is that the human body uh, has signs of aging when you put it in the ground because uh, part of the decomposition are things like your hair continues to grow for a little bit yeah. and your scalp recedes so it looks like your hair's longer. Yeah, gross. Same with your fingers. Uh, your your um, your fingers shrivel up so it looks like your nails have grown. Oh, um, I thought it would. Oh, okay. I thought it was that your nails kept growing after you died, or is it just that? No. that's just the appearance. That's oh. just the appearance. You also often Facts and this from is Doctor Joel this week. This is this is the fucking kicker, and this is probably a big reason why people would be like, "That is still a living beast that is running around the town." Mm. A lot of the times, you might sigh or make a groan because air would escape your stomach, oh. especially if you're in the process of getting dug up because there's so much dirt and shit, right. like, moving on top of you. Yeah. Whoa, So you would dig it up and it would be like, oh, it, it would literally look like it had, like, gotten out of its grave and gone around town yeah. or whatever. I wonder... And there'd be, like, blood coming out of the mouth or <laughs> yeah. shit like that. So I wonder if that... Literally blood coming out of the, the mouth, like, like it looks as if it's gone to bite people yeah, and things yeah, like yeah, that right. so yeah i wonder if that that like the air escaping the body thing is also like the way back origin of like the zombie myth where, where like zombies oh, moan go, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah probably yeah damn i would imagine so that's cool yeah um, um so let's talk about the film <laughs> well to, can i can i just just riff off what you were saying there so yeah about bram also going uh, on in the 1800s, but in Europe, um, so there was the Enlightenment, right, going on like most, yeah. m- mostly in Europe, but sort of all around the world, um, and it was yeah. 
the the Enlightenment was, was basically like the beginning of the modern age. It was like huge scientific development, huge like yeah. social development. Well, the invention of the scientific method, right? And and, things like and, that. And yeah. uh, part of that was also first wave feminism. Um, and so yeah. there was this this crazy new idea that women were able to be like you know sexually that people. they were yeah people <laughs> part of that is like you know they were able to um be sexually active and not be married all the time and just yeah be regular people right so um bram stoker was uh he was a privileged white man in uh i think he was irish um and his good buddy or good pal uh oscar wilde who was uh an author also an author at the time had just been uh like convicted of homosexuality and ended up dying in prison. Uh, and so old Brammy boy, uh, there, there's some other things like Bram later wrote a book uh, called Lair of the White Worm, I think it was, which is just full of phallic imagery. And uh, so there's, there's like some nods in his history that suggest he might've been just like a really super repressed gay dude. And part of that is like his uh, assumed like, hatred for women being in control of their sexuality and so dracula his book uh is sort of all about like uh there's the dracula figure who is sort of um very sexual and when he infects uh, or when he like uh bites women they become these like super hormone fueled like yeah. sex monsters and the only way Which to is where that that sex monster the, that's is to the murder root her. of 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 the, the, that's the root of like the sexy fucking Twilight vampires right, right, and right. like the leather bound like I can't think of a show title but you often get like a sexy leather bound where it's essentially like a a man and a harem of women yeah yeah like, yeah totally as vampires yeah. and and which is not it's not fun like compared to this this is so much fun and like you, you it makes you think like obviously there's been so much thought put into the, how would this work so she's ultra powerful what can she do yeah she has a lackey his name is literally like something lackey or some shit yeah, yeah that's and, a different character but yeah i, I hear you <laughs> yeah uh, well i'm talking about the old man in this 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 yeah no i know this, his name lackey is a different person i think but oh, is it yeah they're oh, all okay. that's fine they're all crazy <laughs> swedish names they're all this, uh yeah that's not what we should say anyway <laughs> Uh, Hakan, um, Hakan is his it, name. Hakan, yeah, P, uh, Per Ragnar. What? Per Ragnarok. Oh, is that yeah, that's his the name actor's is Per name? Ragnar? Hell yeah! Yes, love it. Um, so yeah, he he. Uh, oh, and let's let's just say the name of the uh, vampire. Say role, their name. Uh, L- Lena Leanderson. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. Um. Plays Ellie. Plays Ellie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so she has this old dude that fucking collects blood for her, which I would like to see like a whole TV. If if there was a TV series that isn't the failed one about the show, I would like to see like earlier in these two like totally. their lives of trying to fucking kill people and hide the bodies yes. and get all the blood and store it and like have the blood not spoil and so all that sort of stuff it's so cool so lauren actually she fucking called it like 20 minutes into the movie but she had this theory that the old man who lives with ellie because ellie's really old right and yeah. the old man that lives with ellie lauren was saying uh was once a young boy who fell in love with Ellie and then devoted his whole life to like 
serving her, like getting blood yeah. for her and everything in the same way that, like, I, I thought that was going to be the premise and that this movie was going to be about, like, this female vampire who was, like, tricking... Who's essentially a succubus. Exactly, yeah, yeah like, tricking men yeah. into falling in love with her and then, like, serving her no. so that she could just keep surviving, which would be, like, that. It, that even that would be a really fucking interesting uh, premise for a movie, but... But this movie is way more than a vampire movie. It's m- actually more than a vampire movie. It's more about young, like, life as a kid. <laughs> yeah, but it's also about vampires, um, too. <laughs> oh, of course, of course, but the... The most sort of, other than like all the gore and stuff, the most emotional scenes come from uh, a kid being bullied mm. and two kids falling in love. And and uh, I think um, a really good thing to talk about for this film is the uh, the shots of hands. We, we, we see like a lot of emotion conveyed through hand placement, hands on windows, people putting their hands against each other's like when they're in bed together and she like grabs his hand and, and runs it down his arm. Um, or when he, they're either side of the door and they put their hands up to each other and he moves her hand, his hand and then she moves it again and stuff like that. It's really like, I don't know. I, I don't know why they chose to do that in this film, but I really like the, they just use hands yeah. to convey like half of the the story in this. It's, it's really cool. There's and like lot- when he's nervous, he's like fiddling and shit like that. Yeah, there's a lot of shot of feet as well. Did you notice that? Yeah. Which I, yeah I, yeah I, I, yeah yeah. I I don't have a uh, interpretation of that yet, but you know, let it let it bubble, let it let it brew. Yeah. So th- this is my third watch of the movie, mm. but I can't say the second one counts because the second one I watched it with a significant other of some 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 extent mm-hmm. and we got to the bit where they show the sort of mold genitals yeah. um which is quite probably the most confronting bit of the whole film yeah. um and that individual was not wanting to watch the rest yeah. of the movie which is totally fair yeah. um yeah uh, so kind of sucks though because i think that that's really cool um, yeah also in real life, but. a note on that um I know it's just like a really quick shot and I'm not sure I haven't gone back and looked at the frame, but, uh, so this movie is based on a book, right? And in the book, um, Ellie isn't, you know how Ellie keeps saying throughout the movie that they're not a girl and you assume like, Oh, it's because they're like a vampire monster or whatever. No, in the book, Ellie is actually not a girl. They are a boy who was castrated when they were really young. So that like scarred genitalia was meant to, be I guess like oh, a yeah. boy's cast or not necessarily a boy's but like a castrated penis. So I I just I, figured that it was some sort of thing to do with her being like very old and her relationship with whoever her older vampire person was. That's really interesting because yeah. I never really figured out exactly why that was the case. Yeah. I just thought it was like just a way to talk about or to have a you know, have this monster character, uh, you know, have the more significance and have the whole, like, I'm not a boy or I'm not a girl yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I – and then and then him being like, yeah, all right, mm. fucking sick. Yeah. I'm still into you. I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I think that's, like, the, the sexuality of the vampire thing is – it's um, 
they come at it from a really interesting angle angle in this movie because these are like children that we're working with. So it's not like yeah. their great big emotional scene is going to be when they have sex. It's just going to be like when he gives her a Rubik's Cube, you know, like, yeah. which I think is like, that's... Is it, that's another example of the hands thing is uh, them solving a Rubik's yeah, Cube true. together. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hands. Um, hands. Uh, and then they have obviously the scene of them like in bed together sort of embracing, which... Um, and to go to Lauren's point of her thinking that, uh, it's good. The movie's going to turn around and be like about the, uh, about Ali, uh, f- fucking with Oscar, making him into a lackey. Yeah. Um, that sort of those scenes, uh, first time I watched it, I was thinking, it was like, Oh, what, what, what is, what is this relationship? Like, is she genuinely interested and if she is, like, how does that even work mm. if she's so old? And I, I don't think I truly have the answer to those questions no, yet, no, but no. I love that it puts those out there. Yeah, because I, I, I kept, like, I kept sort of looking for, in her um, character, I kept looking for signs that showed her age where she would be, like, just have this moment of, like, wisdom or something where, which I guess she kind of does in a couple of instances, but she still delivers it in like a very childish think, way. And I think, I think the point is that she doesn't have the wisdom of an older person. I think the point is that she is truly a 12 year old girl. Yeah, that's true. But she's just been 12 for that for a very long time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And that's why she's like, so at ends with this, uh, like at the beginning, she's very hesitant to like with the relationship. Like first thing she says to him is like something along the lines of we can't be friends. Yeah. Because she's been through the shit before, but he like continues, and for whatever reason, there's a spark. And uh, what do you think about the whole uh, bullying aspect of this movie? Because I think it's so cool. Like in terms of a coming of age story, it's like so well done. Mm. Yeah, I like it. I think it's um, it's treated like it's a little bit of a roller coaster because like after the after yeah. he hits back. It kind of seems like it's all calmed down and like the kid is not fucking with him anymore and it's fine. Yeah. And then the you end think that that of story the story is gone. <laughs> the end of the movie is just like, yeah, we're we're gonna kill a bunch of people. <laughs> kill yeah. a bunch of children. It's very, very intense. Um I don't know. I, I think it's it's obviously like I would say easy is the wrong word, but it is a big part of a lot of childhood. So like in terms of relatability of characters, I think it's good and yeah. it's a good use of that like story tool. And I think it shows the genuine cruelty of kids very well as, as well. Like these kids are maybe over the top cruel, but to actually represent how cruel kids truly are, you kind of need to go a bit over the top. Yeah. In that way, I think this movie is like, it's really great with uh, realism um, for a vampire film. Yeah. (laughs) It's like maybe the most realistic take on, on a vampire film i've ever seen or definitely the one the most realistic take i've ever seen <laughs> it's a funny sentence it's the most real vampires yeah. i've ever seen you know yeah yeah um go, like obviously going back to the guy who fucking grabs the blood like yeah um because and, and the whole there's a bit of uh um talking about the moral quandary of her trying to having to stay alive she needs to drink blood to stay alive mm. but she doesn't want to kill people. Yeah. So she gets this dude to do it. Yeah. And that, you know? That's kind of like, that's, isn't that a beat in Twilight as well that he like, 
has to. I don't know. I've never seen Twilight other than like vaguely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I remember. I think I watched the third Twilight movie. I don't know what it's called. Maybe it's New Moon. I'm not sure. Uh, Dark of the Wolf. Dark of the Wolf. <laughs> um, I, th- I remember watching it when I was sick and I was drinking red uh, Gatorade and we were in America in 2010 and I wanted to throw up everywhere and I was like, I don't want to watch this movie anymore. Well, cause, cause you're fucking, <laughs> you're fucking drinking red Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. Of course you wanted to throw up everywhere. Yeah, that's true. That's probably what it was. What it we has. Yeah. What it else? Um, and there's also the idea that this kid is um, uh, has divorced parents, yeah, which is like barely explored. And then you have this like, there's so many things that are sort of go like half unanswered. Like this scene of uh, that guy arriving at his dad's house, and yeah. then they both drink together. What was your... Is that meant to be like a relationship between those two people? That's or... what Lauren and I were talking about. That I, yeah, that's what we sort of thought. Um, and and his dad's like like a homosexual, and therefore that's why their marriage is broken up. Yeah, or something like that. yeah. And I think it's just like it's. Um, I know in Donnie Darker we we talked about how there was like a lot of like sort of questions raised and a lot of scenes injected as if there was going to be subplots and then they weren't capitalized on. And I think that the difference is this movie almost does the same thing in that like it doesn't really explore the like the familial relationships and the parental relationships and stuff. Yeah. But I think that the fact that we're dealing with this perspective from an 11 or 12 year old kid is that's the point. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like the, the idea is that he doesn't fully understand this shit totally. yet either. So they're not going to delve too far into it because he couldn't delve too far into it, especially when he's already dealing with like dating a vampire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I love the whole, um, do you want to go steady? <laughs> I know it's fucking crazy. I was wondering if that was going to be, if that was like a translation thing, but like everywhere I've read has quoted it as like, as, as going steady. So yeah, I guess. Do that's you know just, that that's a thing? What do you mean? Going steady. Going steady. Yeah. Did, have you ever heard of that? Yeah, oh, okay, cool. We're going steady. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's in Donnie Darko as well. Oh really? Oh He's yeah. Like, yeah. That's true. Do you want to go steady? Do you steady? want to go steady? <laughs> Oh, well, there's that <laughs> connection my... between the movies. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the gore in this film? The gore? The glore. The glore. <laughs> the gore. <laughs> um, Glorious vampire. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's... Uh, I think it's good. It's 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 kind of like um, like in the, in the first murder scene where he hangs that guy up from the tree and then he like cuts the throat and drains the starts draining the body into the thing i think it's like it's like intense but uh in this sort of like um sort of pedestrian yeah it is pedestrian that's it's not shot as if it's this great dramatic defining moment it's just like ah, you know what's happening doing his rounds again (laughs) like and that's the whole like realism thing of of yeah yeah even uh when he ties the kid up and like the intensity of that moment is almost like broken down by the realistic portrayal of him being like, well, I'm caught. Yeah. Guess I'm going to go fucking sit down and just have a thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Going to fucking pour acid on my face. Yeah. yeah and I really, I, all of that stuff is like, I really love how much this movie does not f- like pander to its audience. It doesn't treat us like children yeah. because like, like the, the, the first scene where he, he hangs the dude up and slits his throat it's never specifically explained throughout the movie that he is 
Ellie's. Like we don't know his definitive relationship with Ellie, but no, you you never you never no. learn that. The closest thing we get is that she puts her hand on his face in this almost loving caress for just like this split yeah. second when he, after he says, "Please don't go and see that boy" or something, and it's it's never explained that like he is tasked with or you know he, he is devoted himself to caring for ellie he goes out and murders people and then drains their blood and then brings it back for ellie to drink so that she doesn't have to i guess go through that um murder and, yeah yeah and like and also because because if she goes and does the murders or, or goes and uh she's first of all not good at not leaving a trail because yeah, she's a, right. she has the intellect of a 12 year old and second of all she is going to because her powers are supernatural. She that's going to be hard to hide mm. out in the public. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So it's basically a mechanism to hide her, which is like one of the main goals yeah. of her life is to stay hidden. Yeah, I, I guess that's the like the like realism you're talking about. Like that that is realistically how a vampire would probably have to exist in like a yeah. modern world. You know, um, I also I I don't know why, but I really fucking love that this movie does not fuck around with the what you drink blood. Are you like one of those creatures from the storybooks? It's yeah. literally just like, are you a vampire? And she goes, I live off blood. Yes. That's all. Like that is that is the. Yeah. There's no fucking researching about fucking legends and lore and like Native American shits like they do in um, fucking Twilight. Yeah, there's no scene where he like hops on the internet, the library, <laughs> yeah. and they show a bunch of exposition on the on the fucking laptop yeah. screen. Did you know that yeah. vampires can't come in unless invited? <laughs> he looks like he looks up an old newspaper from the town that they're in, and it's like vampire scene, nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 19- 19, 19, well, this movie is set in 82, yeah. 1964. <laughs> Man 12 year old vampire thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So I, I just love that it doesn't, it doesn't fuck around with that stuff. It's just, it's, yeah. oh, it's just great. I really appreciate that. And because, because in terms of uh, the character of Oscar, his like entire thing is he's like in love. Yeah. And, he all he cares about like is figuring out what that means and being in this relationship because especially because he's got such a shitty uh, school life and a strange home life mm. um this is like his escapism is this relationship um yeah 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 great film, great film. so um you need to yeah, watch uh, I, I, a girl walks home alone at night. I've I've seen that. Oh, you've seen it long ago, awesome. man. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because um, that's like it's that good. relates to the good. whole discussion about like vampires and women. Because that that movie is yes, fucking like it's about a young woman who is a vampire in Iran and about like like the the premise of a woman walking home alone at night. Literally, the title is like uh, she's like going to potentially be a victim of like a predatory man but in this movie she is it flips it on her yeah, head on its she head. is yeah. the, a girl walks home alone at night and fucking destroys anyone <laughs> who steps in her way which is yeah. yeah it's like it's it's a interesting premise and like it's a good movie it's capitalized on well in that movie but like the conclusion vampire movies when they're done right are really cool yeah totally um and the the conclusion of that movie in is that like we we probably shouldn't we should probably try and create a society for for where women don't have to be blood sucking monsters in order to be able to walk home alone at night you know what I mean? yeah um 
I wrote a whole. I well, made a fucking, but you just got a mini podcast on that. On that, yeah. <laughs> I wrote. A, I wrote this whole video essay comparing that movie and uh, Dracula um, for a class yeah. last year, and it was fucking great. I love that stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, vampires—they're a great time. Uh, do you want to go over some tabbouleh? Uh, yeah, give me some tabbouleh. <laughs> <laughs> Eat Fuck less it. meat in 2021. <laughs> uh, what about, oh, yeah, I've got that one too. These are five investment trends investors are looking at in 2021. And it's got a man yeah. in a suit ha- and he's pointing at a big 2021 in front of him. <laughs> Do you have wanted people born before 1967 to try invisible hearing aid? <laughs> What the fuck, man? So specific. And also, it knows, like, it should know that I'm not born. <laughs> I was yeah. born in the year 2000. Yeah, That's one thing like, it should. Do you want hot single mums from your area? Yeah. I don't know why I always read that stuff in, like, a Russian accent. <laughs> I think that that's appropriate. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good vampire um, movie. I think we did a good one. I'm glad yeah. you showed me this. Yeah, I think that this movie is a very, um, hey, watch this fucking weird Swedish movie yeah. type thing. And I'm like, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, there was one, like, fun fact that I no, had that I wanted facts. to say, but. Please um, don't. Please don't give me any facts. Meow, I hate them. Wow. Ship pow. Yeah, keep making those noises. I'm sure people love <laughs> hearing them. Yeah, I do think so. I do think people love um, our show. Lena. Lee Anderson was cast partly because of her androgynous appearance. Oh, yeah. I saw it, and because of that fact, like, it makes me think that the idea, um, oh, okay. So here, here it is, Matt. <laughs> Late in production, it was decided that Lena Lee Anderson's voice would be replaced by a darker voice. Oh, because really? of a, the, because the character of Ali was supposed to be an androgynous boy who had been castrated. That's oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I I never, I never actually even in my thirty times watching this film, I never fully clicked that that was the idea. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's I so don't. Interesting. I don't think it's quite. Um, I, I, but what, what, let me finish the the yeah, thing because yeah, we might get a bit yeah. more information. Um. Lee Anderson's voice was considered to be too delicate and feminine to depict that. Mm. Uh, it didn't stand actor's out. Actor's name me. was chosen for her less feminine voice and more androgynous town sounding uh, sound. <laughs> was that androgynous? Sound designer that you just skipped over like it was a ghost. Yeah. Of a The Andromeda system. (laughs) Um, Designer stated that her voice also made the character more threatening. Yeah, I did. I did not notice that her voice was done. So that's really well done. Oh shit! That's what we need to talk about. The cat scene. Oh, the cat scene with the cats. (laughs) Oh, that's (laughs) the shittiest part of this movie. (laughs) That is very funny. Those cats cats. are so bad. Oh wow! It's so funny though. I love that plot of 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 that woman who ends up killing herself. Mm. Um, I think that was really interesting to see. Like what. Uh, a realistic depiction of someone who gets the vampire dis- dis- disease yeah. and what they would do in that situation. Also, um, such a good... Also, like like what I was saying before, just like the trust your audience show, don't tell stuff. Like, 
fantastic way to show the law of like that fantasy that like okay yeah. if she she sucks people's blood if she bloods if she sucks it all and kills them then they die if she doesn't suck it all then they become a vampire that's fucking yeah. great they don't they never say that they just fucking show it it's great um yeah but yeah i, I and I, and the whole cat thing yeah. of earlier in the movie you see the cat like sort of snell when when it's snell. like uh, the vampire <laughs> The vampire is known to be around. Yeah. And you know the vampire is around, but anyway. And then later you see the 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 woman who gets infected. Yeah, whatever her name is. And she and the, the cats are like like sort of like growling at it. And my uh, the first time I watched this, I'm like, oh shit, so the cats are just gonna like make everyone be like, Oh, what, what the fuck's going on? Why are all these cats yeah. growling at you? But no, the cats uh <laughs> The cats have to fight them. It's almost like it's almost like there's a secret like witch versus vampire movie scene in this in this movie where some witch has enchanted all these cats to attack any <laughs> vampire that it's, that they see. Yeah. And that's also uh I think a thing of classic vampire um uh, mythology of cats being like able to tell what who is who. I I haven't like heard that. of that. Is that a vampire yeah. thing with cats? I, I think I've seen that somewhere. Right. Yeah, <laughs> great. All right. Well, cats are the real saviors. That explains why they're such yeah. assholes because they're always on the fucking watch, man. They're always looking well, out. Because we're all fucking. Vampires. They're all we're all vampires. It's true. That is true. Cats can't tell the difference between us and vampires. They don't make very good. We guardians. are all androgynous vampires. Androgynous. <laughs> All right. We did it. Another episode. In we got the right one in, baby. Noise, you, have, you have that noise in your ears now, which is yep. a problem for me and a problem for you. Uh, you know what else is a problem for you? Uh, you don't follow the podcast Instagram. It's at Cinemax Podcast, and uh, we do a bunch of stuff on there. No, that's a lie. We post once a week for the the episodes but like we write stuff in the post and you can read it with your eyes and then you can look at some pictures also with your eyes and you can touch your butt with your hand uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you can also follow joel anderson uh on instagram at radical acceptance and cinnamon uh, he does a bunch of yep. cool poetry stuff on there it's a good time i like it i like it a lot that's a um great Shit. Yeah, and you could follow me on Instagram at mmsmellscoop with two m's, where there's just a bunch of pictures of my beautiful face, and there's no art yeah. on there at all. <laughs> um, well, that's art, isn't that, it? Actually, no, you're right. It is art. You know what, Joel? That's art. Um, speaking of art, uh, I love you because you're a work of art. Let the right one in is taken from the lyrics to the song Stop, "Let the Right up. One Slip In" by Morrissey. Oh, that's that's art. That's a fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye.